What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with a beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. We're back from Boston, New York. I'm kind of feeling withdrawals a little bit. Are you? Yeah. I know yesterday I texted you both separately. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Hi. It's Just, such a high. Uh-huh. And then when you get back, it's always like a... Bom, bom, bom. Yeah. So it is a lot of peopling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to speak. Still don't really want to speak a whole lot. <laughs> well, that's problematic. <laughs> that is. But for still, the next 45 minutes, yeah. it's going to be a real big problem. I saved it for today. Yeah, it's crazy because we travel together. We hotel together. We podcasted while we were there. But then we also mm. people with your people. Mm-hmm. And like I have to you hug. Meet, and I have you. to. I get to do the meet and greets before and then after the show. So it's a lot, yeah. too. And of, you're taking on a lot of deep information. That's one thing that I kind of have realized this time. I was like, wow, I don't know how you've done this this long. Well, mm-hmm. I think one of the girls, because I had this one girl, she was so sweet in Boston. She was crying, telling me her story. And, oh, Alan. <laughs> ding, ding. Oh, ding. Uh, there goes the boyfriend. Ding, dong. <laughs> ding, dong in London, England. Um, so... I, yeah, so she was like crying. The next girl goes, this must be a lot for you. And I said, you know what? I said, because the meet and greets are what? Like 30, 45 minutes. And then after the show, obviously we stay for however long, which I love meeting everybody and hearing stories. I love all that. And I told her, I said, there's so many mean, nasty, not, not there's so many. There are obviously some things when you open yourself up to things, you get negative comments. But I often question myself, well, why do I, why am I still doing this? And then I go, but this is why, because Mm. I hear these people's stories and how it's helped. And so that makes me feel happy how we make them laugh, how, you know, they relate to you, how they relate to you. And so I think that's the piece where I'm like, okay, this is this this is why like this and these weekends help me realize what we're doing is for good. It's Mm -hmm. really special because you get to hug them. Yeah. Like I just really like to hug and it was a long two years of non-hugging. So I feel like I'm a hug around the loose, but I just want to hold people and hear and touch their faces. 
I have to rein you in after the yeah. <laughs> cat's like, are you done over here? As I'm like cheek to cheek with Minus people. sneaky reporters that try and come and come to a show. Like that was just so crappy. I okay, hated so that. I, I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about that. Well, and I'm still confused by the whole thing a little bit. So it was interesting because I met this person. So you knew it was a reporter? Well, I knew where she worked. I mean, I'm assuming unless there was another one there but I that know. I didn't meet. But she came with her mom and I, you know, just I was like, oh. so like I kept telling her how proud I was of her making this big choice and m- moving to a big city. And she said it was a culture shock and all these things. Hmm. Just interesting. Yeah, because those shows obviously are not recorded and they're meant to be, you know, we give them a little more tea than we'd give them on this mm-hmm. podcast. But it's also a deeper level of it's, like intimacy. Exactly. And that's the part where I'm like. In a way, I was like, felt a little violated. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was, it was hurt that they went, th- th- and that publication especially are so disgustingly low with how, I mean, for example, they had someone parked outside my house. Mm-hmm. Like they're just, they're a nasty, ugly site. Yeah. For just drama. And I'm like, ew, I just, I despise the fact that she was even in the audience. Oh, yeah. I thought about this um, last it's night, rude. though, because I was like, I felt a little hurt. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. like that violation you're talking about. Like, yeah. I was like, shame on you. Like, this is our special time with special people, like yeah. good people, where yeah. we like talk about really deep stuff. Yeah. And we all share and we all cry and we all laugh. But then I was like, you know what? We're getting closer. That's all that is. Like when you play in the arena, do you ever read the Brene Brown? Mm. Is it the Teddy Roosevelt quote that she always talks about, about when you are in the arena? And so this is just one of those things where I was like, you know what? Not today. Satan, you get out of here. This is our special time. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, too, because I'm like, I love going on those tours and being so open open and like not having to censor because I don't censor a lot on here. You know, I censor right. some things that I don't want to be on Us Weekly. And it wasn't from Us Weekly. They're actually classier than this other place, um, you know, from this other. So it's like there's certain things I just don't want out there. And so at the shows, I'm like, you know what? These are my people. They, they've they've like there are people they've followed along with us. And so they can get a little snippet. I mean, I yeah. say more than I do <laughs> for sure out there. It's already so now hard I'm like, I don't want to censor when we go to yeah. D.C. and Philly. I'm like, because I'm like, what? You know, what reporter from that trash mag is going to come? Maybe whatever. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. Yeah, we just got to give no more attention to them. I think it's interesting, though, because I was talking to Alan and he was just saying, you just honestly can't trust anyone. And that like makes me sad. I know. I hate living that way. I like the fact that we've created this really special. It's so special. Because there's so many tears and laughter. It's, It's just like that's the special is like the best word to put it. Like, it's so sacred to me. Yeah. What but happens you also out there. want them to feel safe. Right. Like, I was thinking about that one girl in New York who Ugh. had a very personal question to ask. Yeah. If that were to be, and I know they're just picking up what you're saying, but you never know. Like, they, I mean, you want our people that are there to feel safe to ask questions. Exactly. And that's just yeah. not fair. And that's what makes it so cool out there mm-hmm. is that they do feel that way. And we feel that way. Do, like, right. I don't talk about hardly anything personal, really. Uh-huh. Like, oh gosh. But when I'm out there, 
I say a couple of things. And that's the thing. Yeah, we let it we let it fly and ride because we're just we can just have fun and again because we feel safe. Yes. Yeah. To say yeah, very girlfriendy. And it's like we want people to feel safe too. And yeah, during our Q and A is when that a few of those questions were asked, but it's like, again, I felt safe to just be silly and fun and also, mm-hmm. and so do you guys. And so it's just, I was like, that was so disappointed. A wolf in the yeah. hen house. Is that it's what they call it? I know, but it does not shock me because they're the worst. Ugh. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to Kova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
Hey everyone, it's Bethany Frankel. We are reliving the best moments from all the seasons of The Real Housewives on my new podcast, Rewives. From the table flips of New Jersey to the craziest hills of Beverly, no city will be spared. And I'm joined by my most fabulous celebrity friends that you will never expect to help me break down the drama. Kristen Chenoweth, Tori Spelling, Jerry Springer, Snooki, even Emmy winner Elizabeth Moss. The list goes on and on. So let's whoop it up and mention it all because you can binge episodes of Rewives right now with so much more to come. Listen to Rewives on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Moving on, though, since yeah. we're it's a hot topic which freaks me out. <laughs> oh, I love these. <gasps> did you see the rundown? I did. I did. <laughs> what? I did. You did. I did. Okay. I have uh-huh. sweaty hands. Would anyone like to start on the rundown of the hot topics? I would like to avoid one if possible. Oh, I wonder which one you could avoid. <laughs> I think we're all trying to avoid. Let's start with... Okay, hot topic number one. We're just going to go because this is what gets sent yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelsey Ballerini recalls sleeping on the couch many a night amid marriage issues with Morgan Evans. Kelsey Ballerini is reflecting on the painful moments that led to her split from fellow country star Morgan Evans. She went on Call Her Daddy, who, oh, you guys, I'm like so obsessed with Alexander Alexander Cooper. So we follow each other on Instagram and like sometimes <gasps> I'll like DM her. She, she doesn't see him. Or she, she doesn't. She ignores me. <laughs> no, I just or her team I, notes them. Yeah, and, and. I know. But I just I love her. I think she's so she's like a Barbara Walters vibe, yeah. like a cool vibe where she goes there. I love it. And she, but she's like the new age. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have thoughts? I I hate this topic. Okay. Well, you hate. Then I'm the, gonna keep going on. <laughs> so the digging. In mm-hmm. a, mm, interesting. Mm, in a clip from episode, okay. Ballerini uh, took work for a long time, recall sleepless nights. I think what I, what, what the one, the thing that I ended up, what she said was she, she mentioned that he took half the house that he didn't pay for. And she, she was shocked. I don't, I'm, I'm trying not to misquote, but basically that the person, how did she not know that that? existed in that person that um what's the word guys like help me out here he's also like him the fact that he could take half the house that he didn't buy so that he that's what she said and i'm, I'm trying to find the quote exactly i have thoughts but um yeah. i didn't see it in here I, I think it was on the podcast like she felt blindsided by him, like him well, blindsided being is kind the big of, i know what you're word. trying to yeah no um, it was that it was an actual quote that she said on the thing so i just want to like make sure i quote it but she just said that she didn't she felt so how could he take half the house like that that care that he had that character to take half of like how did she that. not know that mm-hmm. before and uh you know i mean i could definitely relate in a way where there was a lot of anger obviously when i divorced my ex and like having to pay alimony or a lump sum and then now i pay him child support that's hard and that anger has subsided because at the end of the day, it's like, I just have to think, okay, it's for my kids. Now, having said that, it, it, that's, it's very difficult. Also, I look at it and go, okay, well, th- this is what happens in divorce. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. this sucks. And whether he paid half or, or you know, um, or didn't, 
I mean, I don't I don't think my ex was entitled to everything that he got. But unfortunately, that was, you know, the what happened. And, you know, the I didn't want to go to court, fight a post nup. And because, yes, she had a prenup post. That stuff at the end of the day doesn't really go in court. So when I remember fighting yeah. with my um, with my ex about, he's like, well, I'm going to fight the post nup. And I'm like, but but, you know, and my lawyer's like, well, he technically could win. I'm like, well, then why sign a paper? If it's not even going to work, you know, so but at the end of the day, it's like, all right, it's like I'd rather what spend a year fighting in court or just pay him and, you know, pay child support, whatever, cut my losses. My issue with the whole thing, and I've said this, I've even said this to you when you were frustrated with yours, if the roles were reversed, mm-hmm. men do that all the time for women. So I'm going to devil's advocate with you this, though. Here's the problem. I have my kids 70 percent. So you would think that I wouldn't have to pay that much child support. For child support. But I'm talking about paying half the house. Oh. But that's that's where I just think in, in that area. So I think, yeah, my anger probably lies more with like child mm-hmm. support. So with that, I agree. Like, yeah. it's a marital asset. It's just how the cookie crumbles yeah. with that. It is what it is. And child support, I mean, again, yeah, a little bit, you know, on the other foot, if it was 50-50. Right. You know, if it's 50-50 and someone can't afford to pay to live that lifestyle, man or woman. Right. That's my thing is I think it should be treated the same, man or woman. Mm-hmm. And I think we naturally, when it's the woman having to pay off the man, it just feels different. And I even think, I mean, even Nick has said this before. He's like, it just feels different when it's a man taking a woman's money. And I'm like, but it's, how is it different? Because there's a, because pr- I've talked to a few guys about this. He's like, I wouldn't, there's a, I would never take your money. Yeah, that's what Nick says too. And but. even like, you know, whatever, he, he would say like, I wouldn't, if we, we were, I would never, but you don't, you don't know at the end of the day yeah. when someone's in that situation, what they're going to actually no, do. You don't. And at the end of the day, it, it's a marital asset. A, a it's a different hard. kind of true yeah. color too. That's tricky. Well, and when it comes to money, like I think you get in panic mode. I mean, I remember when we were going, we hadn't even filed and we were going through all these things. I was in panic mode. Mm -hmm. Am I going to be able to afford my bills? Am I going to be able to afford? And I threatened to take things that I normally would not do. Mm -hmm. But I think you just have to recognize that like for the person that makes less money, it is scary. Mm -hmm. And I think man or woman, it's scary. And you don't know what was tabled on the back end or inside of the marriage for that person to make less money. Like yeah, I, don't I make a lot of less money than my husband. Sure, <laughs> right. And he tabled a lot. A lot. Yeah. But you know, if that was to be our situation, I would need, I mean, yeah. I've tabled. I've been a stay-at-home mom. Not saying Morgan was a stay-at-home dad, but like there's just so much in, even in the career and in industry that like we, the three of I us guess. will never know what happened inside the house. No. She continued to go on with the career and, you know. Well, that's the thing. I don't, I, there's so much speculation, right? And it's like, we there's two sides and then there's the truth. Three sides, right? And then there's two sides of the truth. And so I can relate and understand and have empathy for her on the, on the side where she's worked her ass off. Right. Sure. And it's hard when someone walks away with something of their hard work. So it's like when I had to write the check to Mike, I'm like, it was painful because I've never worked harder in the last few years. Sure. And it's like, I gave like, what? This is so not fair. And you sat and played video games and, you know, and I'm not saying he wasn't not doing anything either, Morgan or whatever, but like, that's, I feel that on a personal level though, my, my ex. Yeah. Like I was like, are you kidding? Is this for real? (laughs) Yeah. So you would think that they would have more character to say or, but 
again, that's where it's like the the white black and white of divorce is well, they they are technically owed not owed but that's it's an asset yeah it's also tricky because when this all happened morgan came out pretty quickly with a single that was his heart on a piece of paper and he's saying this ballad i believe about the divorce indirectly about the divorce and kelsey kind of just laid low from what i witnessed and again i haven't been scrolling this is difficult because we're friends with both of them Mm -hmm. okay so So i only i've never i met morgan like once twice i know obviously more kelsey yeah well yeah, it's just tricky for me because I like them both and love I love them both individually. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, truthfully, like hand on Bible, I, have n- I don't know the ins and outs of any of this. I just know that I've always loved and supported Kelsey. My husband is friends with Morgan and knows that he's a really great dude. Mm-hmm. And so I've, and we're not like, this isn't a side thing anyways. I just really love the shit out of her. But I have... I think what's hard is that all of a sudden it's getting like stirred back up again because yeah, now she's tough. come out with this project that is. Well, so I don't think it's the project. So I think because I remember I saw Morgan's DM or not so Morgan's DM, she's Morgan's post, post. Mm-hmm. about, you know, basically her call. Everyone's thinking like, well, you release a song. She can release EP. It's not the EP that's the issue. It's what she said on Call Her Daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is stirring things up for because it's. I mean, again, basically calling him out for taking something that he didn't yeah. pay for. Well, the blindsided piece of all of it has been a big talking point. So do you yeah. think it's, do you think her going on there and saying that was the right move? I don't think there's a right or wrong, honestly. I would say that she has a lot of good people around her that I would think would advise her if they didn't think that that was something that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Like she's too, she has such a, she is isolated well. Good. Both of them actually have really yeah, good are. friends and people around them that I don't think would allow them to do anything that would be. Like, I don't think she did it to be hurtful is my gut. Mm-hmm. Probably feels good to get some truth out there. Her own truth. Because right. she didn't say too much after it all happened. Mm-hmm. She kind of just girl ganged hard and then hung out. Which I think you can, I think you can relate a little bit, you know, to wanting to get your truth out there. Yeah, I think and there's taking a minute to do it too, yeah. which yeah. I like. I, because it's a lot of people are like, oh, she's trashing. I'm like, I don't think it's. I think it's. I think it's anger. Because of course she's angry, just sure. like I was angry. Yeah, and so that piece, if that's and like he said, if that's your way of healing then go for it. Well, it also is hard because it's like he releases this song. She doesn't say much. She continues to be successful. So like, I know that's one speculation that I got when, when I got divorced from X was that I had gotten this big career and I had forgotten about and I moved on and I wanted to go date an artist. It was like all these things that were said about me that were untrue, but I had to like stomach it and not have a place to say it because Mm -hmm. I just was like, well, I mean, mm-hmm. I can scream it from the rooftops. Does that do me any good? Like, I know my truth. I know whose I am. I know the story. So I had to just stay there. But it's got to be a little bit frustrating to watch, to write the check, to watch a single come out, to hear. Oh, that would be hard. Yeah. And then not have said it yet, you mm-hmm. know? And from everybody's perception, which is where things get slippery, it looks like she's living her best life and she's out on tours and she's getting these big things but she's well, also she's got a new boyfriend I mean, she basically said too that mm-hmm. she's not single and she's chase and yeah and and that's what i i mean i've kind of always thought this because we, we 
she's a did good a little human. CMT. She's just, I mean, she's young and she's learned. She's learning all the lessons. And she is a good person. Right? Like she, I just want to say that out loud. No, of course she is. They're both good people. I know. Good and I people. think divorce brings out anger. It brings out resentment. It brings out all of it. And so, and both truths want to be heard. And I, I sent her a little thing, just being like, just don't let the anger. Um, sting too much because it's like that piece was the hardest piece for me to to overcome with my ex was the paying and uh, you know the all I mean just and what you what, what he did and so I think that those those pieces were the hardest to get through and it's like once and, and you have a choice to let that anger sit in you and stew over it or move on and just mm-hmm. speak your truth but there's a difference, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I speak now in hopes of helping, not of hurting and being angry, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, I even when so I did too. table talk, I was like, it's genuinely, because I know, you know, obviously the ex wasn't too happy about that, but it was also my truth and ha- trying to help. And so. Yeah. Everyone has a right to their truth. Right. I mean, they do. And public divorces, I just oh, want to go on record for saying, I never envy. <clears throat> Ever. Because it's just so layered and so unfair and it's so noisy that it's already a noisy enough, dark enough chapter for a, for a lot of people. That just seems unfair. To well, have the to. he said, she said, like, are tough. <coughs> tough. Yeah. Kristen Cavallari reveals she's been approached by a lot of married men after Jay Cutler divorce, breaks down why she's not ready for a relationship. Um, Us Weekly wrote an article that since her divorce, clearly I'm not ready for a relationship because I'm attracting all of these unavailable men. Uh, and young men, and young men. I mean, because I think she was hanging out with um, uh, Tyler Cameron, mm-hmm. who I think is younger. I, I mean, here's the thing: like, props to her for going, like, knowing that she's not ready for a relationship. You know, especially if you're still like, if you're attracting like those kind of people. Like, if I was attracting the same cast that I did last year, mm-hmm. then obviously something. There, there's something in me not wanting to like move forward to the next chapter. I think it's great. She can recognize that and yeah. put it back on her, mm-hmm. like literally look at her and what she's doing. Cause I think that's hard to do in the moment, especially. Yeah. It's like you look back and they were un- all unavailable. And she all, I really enjoyed when she was like, I tr- tried younger men and I just feel like <laughs> I just need someone more established. I'm like, now there's some truth that I can really anchor in. I love it. Jinx girl. Jinx. Well, the younger man aspect is so interesting because they dote on the older women and it's so nice to feel like a queen. But then at the end of the day, you're just like, Mm-mm. it's also got to be hard too, like in y'all's position because people know who you are. So it's like, are they doting? They're doting because you're beautiful <laughs> and they want to be near you. But also like, there's just so many hidden, ugly yeah. agendas too, that it's got to just be hard to be like, is this even like, you don't want to just discount someone because they are young, but at the same time it gets tricky because it's like, well, shoot. I mean, do you just want to be part of this or know the inside scoop or, you know, whatever. That's all just too many layers I couldn't do. Well, yeah. I mean, you that's even in friendships too. It's like, you want to be my friend because... Right. Yeah. You want to be my friend or because you think you can get something out of it or... We've dealt with this. I had sure. a... We <laughs> tried to look for a nanny <laughs> Because oh, I've no. never had help, you know? And I was like, I think number three feels like it might be time to just really recruit yes. someone. <laughs> yes. And this. Good um, for you. Yeah. Good for me. But it still hasn't happened yet. Because one of these girls that reached out was like, 
has a profile, a public profile, really great. So I insta stalked her or whatever. And then, and then I found deep, deep, deep down, she has another Instagram profile where she's a singer songwriter. And I was like, well, that's never going to work. What are you trying to hit it, Hannah, in my living room? (laughs) No, thank you. But yeah, it's just the public profile just comes with a lot of like layers of all that stuff and knowing what people's intent. I mean, you have to wonder what people's intentions are, even if you're not in the public eye. Period. And then you get these kind of things. Well, I, I think that's why I was so like, okay, breaking news. Because, <gasps> you know, obviously we can set the record straight here on this one. I didn't meet Alan and Raya. Right. He DM'd me. And so I ignored it because to me it's like, and I remember, you know, I had have conversations with uh, other like like the Kristens and who, you know, where it's like guys will DM us, right? And some with a blue check mark. Those are the ones that we will see or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's how, uh, you know, I mean, shoot, I met my ex-husband on Twitter. Like he tweeted me or tweeted whatever. Me. <laughs> <laughs> he slid tweeted into my me. whatever. So uh, I, you know, that's just another dating app, I guess, for and I've slid into guys' DMs before. Like, yeah. I'm not above saying that. Like, I've definitely done that, too. Because if I'm like, all right, if they're not on Raya, like, it's this either is... either that or a dating app. What else you got? Right. So, it's like, either it's, it was either Raya meeting someone at the grocery store. Because let's be honest, I don't go out. Gymnastics is not safe. <laughs> Gymnastics <laughs> is not a safe place. It would be great, Or DM. So, like, we, you know, we've... And freaking Jesse James Decker was, like, the biggest, like, she was my hype girl. <laughs> yeah. She's like, who do you want me to DM? So, actually, I wasn't the one DMing. It was Jesse. Like, she would DM straight so up. So funny. Like... Okay, do you think this guy's cute? Okay, I'm going to DM him. <laughs> so she was like my biggest hype girl last year. And so with Alan, when I got his DM, I honestly was like, you know, because it was after kind of hot girl summer. I was like, like, I'm not like, what does this person What did want? Alan say in his DM? So honestly. Because Alan's not like sleazy. No, not at all. I think I honestly don't remember what it said. And I can't like look back. a memo from the king? Because sometimes his text <laughs> messages are so appropriate that I'm like. I feel like I'm in trouble with the queen or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I, can, I don't know. Just like I would, I, he's so like, it's the, it's just the cultural difference, but it's so appropriate that I'm like, gosh, if he slid into your DMs, I wonder what it was like. Did <laughs> you feel I'm like curious. you were being called to the motherland and you had to go? <laughs> like, was it like, because I think one of the text day, messages Jenna. when we were in, no, that's Australian. <laughs> why do I suck at his? Why do I suck at his accent? I know, but when we were on tour, one of the things was you said, uh, or he said, "I will await your call." Oh, that's he's where, so proper. Yeah, but I was like, also, I feel nervous. Is are we like late for the like, call? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's awaiting quickly. Get on it. <laughs> call him. Right call now. him for the love of Pete. I just want to. I just like it's funny because I've seen some of your DMs that you've gotten. From certain suitors, as we'll call them. <laughs> Doesn't seem to fit him, does it? No, mm-hmm. I just can't imagine what he would say. Well, and that's why it's so weird, because I I would have never expected someone like him to DM. Because it's just, he that just doesn't seem like How his. did he know about you? So when I, and that's the question I'm always asking, because I'm <laughs> curious. Yeah, no. Because you know. thought about this. Oh, I want to know. Because other people have, and they're like, well, I didn't know who you were. I'm like, but then I went, remember, uh-huh. remember oh. that one guy oh, that I. Can't talk about that nope. one. That one still pisses me off. To this day, I won't tell you who it, was, it is, but there was this one guy that I mm. dated. And he was just like, oh, I didn't even know who you were. And so then when we started to date, I look in my, 
I look at him on Instagram, go in the DMs, and he had DM'd me a few times. And I'm like, so then you did know who I was. Okay, but also, and like, can somehow I just say, we believed his excuse for that. I, you know, yeah. I know. That was when I was still. I say we, we there was a few of us. I didn't, but a few people did. <laughs> I think I, I that don't know where me. I stood with that one. Pretty sure you, you bought into it. Bought into I, it. I, you yeah, totally bought into it. Y'all are crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Anyways. we don't know. Okay. But you're also so like beautiful. That's the thing I have to say. So like when people are like, oh, I don't know who she is. Like if I see somebody at the grocery store that's hot. I'm You're like, not going to just DM them. No, I'm just saying, like, I always assume there's somebody, especially in Nashville. Like, okay, I'm always fair. like, hey, well, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, I'm you like, don't look at Jana's work. profile, see two million followers and a beauty no, 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 and no, not no. have I'm an idea of who your date is. Because he I'm originally sorry. said that he didn't. He He's didn't. A liar. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pants up hair. Go. Sorry. Go. Tell us more about that. <laughs> So I think when I asked him, I just came up on his feed, which I don't know how. Which one said that? Ellen. Ellen. Okay. Yeah. So I came up on his feed and he, I, I mean, he must have looked at my profile, didn't, not knowing who I was, but then he, yeah, DM'd me and said, I, again, I don't remember and he doesn't have it either, but it said something like, you know, your you, presence you, has been requested. Your presence is <laughs> It was something to the sort of, you you look like a great mom and, you know, would love to get to know you or something. At the time, I was past Hot Girl Summer and was just like, I'm not like, I'm not like. You'd been traveling everywhere. Everywhere. He was in (laughs) England. What's the point? (laughs) Like, I kind of went through that whole Uh little like, mm mm-mm. And so, but then, you know, something about it just kind of, I kept kind of thinking like, Maybe. Something kind of kept drawing me back there. So eventually, obviously, I, I reached out. But uh, I think, you know, what's interesting is I'm like, did you like me because I blew you off? <laughs> Maybe. 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 That's okay. Because he's such a good looking dude. They probably, yeah. you know. That's how courtship started with me and my husband. I was like, like not impressed. And I bought him a drink. And he was like, what is going on right now? I think that's normal, And I wouldn't though. kiss him. Yeah. The guys like that. That's normal. Yeah. It's actual normal behavior. Yeah. Having right. said that, I'm going to ask Alan how he knew about you. Yeah, you should shake him mm-hmm. down. I'm going to shake him down a little bit on that one. I, I mean, again, he says I just popped up on his. Mm, I just popped up. But I I mean, I do. I, I, I'll i tell you the rest of how maybe in another time. But that is how I actually met him. And the, the only reason I say that, why did I go into that whole damning thing? We didn't Kristen, meet Araya. Kristen didn't meet Araya. Uh, hard to meet people. It is hard. It's just hard to meet people. So it's like you got to, you got to, you know. Oh, yeah throw everything kind of at the wall and see what sticks yeah right? or across the pond <laughs> just like work <laughs> just like work <laughs> or across the pond toss I, it across the pond no i just but at we the can't same even time date also, our own continent anymore so we know we have problems i was ready to date though like after all that stuff uh-huh. yeah and after we were ready being, for you to date. being chill and having actual alone time like swear mm-hmm. alone time for sure i was like okay i i'm i feel like i'm in a really good place and ready and then it then it, that's when it showed up so it will for her too because she's stunning and you know which is a good oh things. yeah yeah so. hey everyone it's dean unglert and kaylin miller keys and jared haven i'm i'm here i'm here too guys hosts of the new podcast help we suck at being newlyweds because I guess we just don't suck at dating anymore. No, I mean, you're newlyweds. I'm not a newlywed anymore. Yeah. I'm curious if I sucked at being a newlywed. I don't think so. I mean, I I made it to the altar. 
And I am so happy to be joining you guys. I can't wait to talk about relationships, marriage, and just everything in between. It's about time we have someone smart join this podcast. It's too long between us. <laughs> this young lady's a broadcast journalism major. She knows what she's doing. I'm so excited to be hosting a podcast with my soon-to-be wife and, of course, my best friend, Jared. How's that going to make you feel working together now? You guys live together, work together, going to get married? Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. You think you're going to get tired of each other? Absolutely, yes. Be sure to listen <laughs> to Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. 
or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey dudes, I'm David Lasher. And I'm Christine Taylor, and we host the podcast, Hey Dude, The 90s Called. If you all are nostalgic for the 90s, we just wanted to make sure you didn't miss amazing guests like the Brady Bunch cast reunion, the White Squall cast reunion with Jeff Bridges. We've got uh, Ben Stiller. We've got the lead singer of Counting Crows, Adam Duritz, Jerry O'Connell. We also had a Hey Dude cast reunion. So come join us on Hey Dude, the 90s called. We have so many more great guests coming up. So please come back and join us. Listen to Hey Dude, the 90s called on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Moving on. Hot topics. It makes hot me feel really topics. in the know when we do hot topics because these little sweet young things. So Chris this. Jenner, 67, has no plans to ever marry Corey Gamble, 42, younger <laughs> guy, Corey. because she knows things would not end well if they got divorced after she sparked engagement rumor frenzy with diamond ring photo. I'm Chris Jenner. If my heart gets broken, I'm never remarrying. Is that I'm what? over. I'm just trying to figure out exactly what she means. It would not end well if they got divorced. In what way? Well, maybe he knows too much financially too. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, she would be because you can't be in that inner circle. She and has know what exactly what she wants with him right now. And when you're kind of at that age, you have kids. It's like it's almost like I saw Kate Hudson too. She's like, no plans to rush to get married. Yeah. I am such a obviously like I love I, I I want the the fairy tale and the wedding and the being married I think that like sanctity of sanctity yeah of marriage is like I love that but when you're 67 it's kind of like I'm Chris Jenner yeah but what about him we has out. he ever been married he's 40 mm, something years old good point. I mean well he didn't marry her to have babies I'm kind of feeling 42 that's or didn't date her. and I can see where she wouldn't want to get married a hundred percent. Her age, her money situation, like all the things that gets complicated. Understood. I'm sure Catherine he's always, fine. always pivoting on me and me having to really think. I'm like, I'm Chris Jenner. If you're Corey, if you're Corey Gamble, I, he's fine. Oh, no, he's, he's living fine. Good but he may want to get married. If it was flipped if he wanted and you to get had married, an older man I bet who you had she a bunch would. of money. I bet you she would. You guys have been together he, a long she time. Would have maybe. Maybe. If it was something that was actually really I mean, important to him. Now. It's not like I feel bad for this guy or anything. But at the same time, I'm curious. It's how not like he they're having kids. It. Does he have Wait, kids? how how long no, have they been together? So. It's years. It's years. been a while, yeah. Oh, they've been together since 2015. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so eight years. That's at a that long point, time. And yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, he knows. She's had to manage she'd it. be a beautiful bride. I kind of would love to see that like, I know. love story. Oh, I would love to see her in a dress or whatever she'd pick. Some sort of power suit, probably. Like Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, that would be fun. No, no. I'm just curious how he feels about it. Obviously, he's fine and living the good life. Yeah, you're just always <laughs> making me think. I'm like, I don't care think what he it. thinks. I'm never marrying again. <laughs> I just put my walls yes, up. Yes, you would. So you said that on tour. I don't believe you. Oh, I, I don't think I would. Too, and I would have probably. I think I'd build a commune with my best friends. And we'd Lies. all raise our babies together. No. Because I have a backup plan with my best friend in Michigan. That's what we'll do. What I in the world? Yeah, we just would raise our kids together and Feelings we would just, <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to get you're married. married. <laughs> We've been very open about that. this. Alan or whoever just, it is, you're going to be married. 60 seconds <laughs> ago. <laughs> <laughs> we do know that. You just said that. 
Megan Fox says no cheating was involved in the MGK relationship as she returns to Instagram. So she deleted all, she deleted Instagram, deleted all, well, first she deleted all the photos. (laughs) Of of, her and him. Of her and him, which I've done before. Yeah. And then come back with my tail between my legs. The old IG (laughs) cleanup. Sorry. I was really angry. Because it's damage control. It's damage control. I get it. It's hard to come back. The problem is, is when you have so much out there and then you get hurt and then you see that it's like, that's the initial like, oh, F you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it creates a public shitstorm. Shitstorm. <laughs> and that's basically what just happened. Do you think he cheated? Do you think they just got into a fight? What What is y'all stance? I mean, I hate to make an assumption about something I know nothing about, but I'm mm. going to go with he cheated. Who's cheating on Megan Fox? Who's cheating on Jana Kramer? Who's cheating on plenty Who of people? Who is cheating on Janet? Not me. Um, <laughs> I but just seriously. I don't know. I just kind of wonder, can I just say something that might really stir a pot? Yes. Sure. Was it ever real? Yeah. You think it was real? Oh, for I sure. I think that one was real. 100%. There's a lot I could list. I, know, I don't think I know real. someone that worked on a film. When they, yes, absolutely. So it was real? Yeah. Because at first I was like, is this all? Because it's no. so extra drink your blood, kiss your lips, it weirdness that lot. I get like very like, ugh, okay, this is very showy for me and I'm kind of out. I think they got into a fight, obviously. They were leaving. They 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 were left. They were, they were photographed leaving a, a couple's therapy session. Oh, well, that makes me really like them. Right? <laughs> they love therapy. <laughs> I think it does. It makes them, well, it humanizes them a little back. bit. The drinking the blood part gets weird for me. I think there's uh, some truth to some things that are said, like that maybe there was a DM and maybe she didn't like something that she saw. There, I, I think a boundary was crossed in some way. Mm, I don't know what it is. Sure. That's not obvious. There's something happened for her to delete the photos and then for her to get off Instagram. Now to her to come back on and talk about the guitar player, the other girl, I have mad respect for that because she could just let her burn whether something happened or didn't happen. I have like, I think that's very classy of her to come back and say, I, I liked that. Yeah. You know, she was not involved in this. Because it's not fair. Because if she really, truly wasn't, it's not fair for her to get dragged in a shitstorm. No, 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 no. I so, agree. And if she was, and the way she then that's it big was on her either way. Yeah. Yeah, the way that she worded it was great. So I, I personally like that. And I think, again, at the end of the day, relationships are hard. Something probably happened. And it's just, again, it's hard yes. being in the public eye and then and then doing having that emotional, I'm going to delete everything and then all that stuff. Like, I, I get it. I've done it. This may be my 40-year-old, 41-year-old mom brain have nothing, but isn't this the same person that actively went on Instagram and said she was looking for a girlfriend for her and her boyfriend? What? Didn't Megan Fox do that? Wasn't it her saying, DM me if you want to be our girlfriend? No way. Probably. I'm going to need someone to check that because I feel like if we're going (laughs) to start getting worried about DMs, I'm just going to need some consistency. That's all I'm asking for. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they looked for a girlfriend. Okay, can I just say one thing about all this? Because a part of me is like, I always hate when people speculate mm. and feel like they can come into our lives. I personally feel like it's being done right now in a classy way. That we're not we're not hating on it. We're not being mean to anybody. No, no, we're no. We're just having conversations that bring up topics of right. conversation. Guys, we also have to be in the know about topics. If something happened, would you... What happened? Yeah, Megan Fox is looking for a girlfriend. On Instagram. 
she took to Instagram on when Friday, December thirtieth. Just <laughs> December thirtieth. End of December two thousand. A few months ago. <laughs> of what year? Twenty twenty-two. Last well, December. Okay, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Did yes. she? Was she being serious? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I thought it was a really good engagement post. <laughs> so I was like, good for you to get those numbers up. Maybe she wasn't being serious. Doesn't matter. Currently seeking a girlfriend. I think she's pretty. <laughs> Please submit applications in the DMs. Kind of I think it came from something else. I don't think, because I'm pretty sure she's. Oh, know. I don't think it was that. But I'm also just like, we got we to gotta lay a real timeline out. Right. Mm. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, no, I, I, guys, I, also, the industry is hard. Like, can we just all agree that like public entertainment, music, actress, all of it. It's just really a lot more layered than people understand. And I also think too, and this is something that there's so many beautiful people out there that it's easy to get a little shady when the boundaries aren't good. So Alan and I were talking and it's like, hey, let's just make sure there are such clear boundaries. And he's the one that brought up, which I loved that that way, like there's no like, well, how did you not know that Mm -hmm. that this is not okay or that DM or, or this, that, the other. So there's no, like literally no blurred lines. Good. Like I was like, Oh my God, like you want to have that conversation? Absolutely. Yeah. Like let's, because I think that's like the part where it gets a little shady and, Blur, like hazy in relationships because you don't think like the other time we were talking about not knowing what the person likes or doesn't like mm-hmm. it's not no actually that's not good to i don't want you doing that that's not right respectful what i think is respectful or disrespectful you might disagree right so, and there may be something that doesn't I, bother I, you right but that would bother him right and there's and a like, lot that like doesn't bother you that really bothers me like what uh well no we've already talked about it on here before but just like that you could make out with someone and then hand them to another friend like oh yeah, actually, oh, yeah. Not my love to do that it's like my you favorite do. thing in the world to do <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to find their person yeah you're like oh great kisser not for me but here <laughs> this guy and I'm always just like how do they do that yeah I, I, that is I not know. I can't do it that's probably something some therapist really wants to dig into she with likes me, to but. get them off her back and give them over to her oh, do you rebound them is that what that is some sort of like professional rebounder huh like you just you give them a rebound somebody to move on to or it could be their person mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not giving away all though. No, no that's how we know uh so there was an interesting tiktok that went on holly lamp here um, i probably butchered that so her basically her tiktok was her her husband cheated And she wants clarification and advice. So her husband had an affair. He won't tell her who it is. He's admitted to it because she caught him. Keywords. She caught him. Mm -hmm. He had her number saved under a different name in his text. So she doesn't know who it is. And he refuses to tell her. He says that he's doing her a favor because he doesn't want her to know the details. And he says the details are not important. He just wants to have her forgiveness. Her point is she needs to know the truth in order to process and heal. Is she wrong for wanting to know? No. Nope. He, I think there might be some truth to that. It is protection for her, but she is not going to know that. She's not going to understand that, and she's no, going to want to know. Wondering who who yeah. it is. Is it the babysitter? Is she it might the regret dog it later? Walker? Is if it she, the yeah? I mean, think about friend. all the yeah, like cousin. Gross. I, I just like also it. think he doesn't get to choose that. No. Again, I think he could say, "I think this is going to hurt you worse, but this is your choice." And then she has to be willing to deal with the consequences of knowing everything. 
I agree with that a lot. Also, and also, I think there's mm, levels, not levels. uh, There's certain things she should ask about and certain things she shouldn't. So I've always wanted to know who the affair girls were. And it sucks sometimes that I'm like, in the past, I didn't know who they were. And that drove me crazy. And so with this situation, if it's, you know, he obviously knows who it is. I think he should tell her. But also after that, the details, like that's the stuff I wish I could unburn out of my brain because I saw way too much. It's just, it's like, I, I, mm, so traumatic. I just, yeah, it's like, you don't, you don't uh, trust me. You do not want to know how many times, where was it at? What was it like? Did, did she, because I mean, I was, I would ask like. Mm -hmm. That's where we're a lot of like. Yeah. Could someone have convinced you of that at the time though? Yeah. My therapist did. So I stopped asking. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, Because I would literally be like, how'd she do it? Like, you know. Oh, I mean, I would be tempted too. Did you come? Did you, you know? And so it's like. I didn't see that coming just now. No one intended. I didn't. (laughs) I was like, oh, but I, I mean, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like those details could, because then, then now you have a, a picture and a movie in your brain Oof. that you will replay over and over and but over. I'm going to create a movie details, no matter what. I know, but the less details of certain, for me personally, the less details and the therapist said the same thing, the less details are actually, it's, I, it's more helpful to not ruminate on mm-hmm. because it's just it's just it's not it's it's not great having said that i do think she deserves to know like who the she girl is. Who it is yeah whether yeah. he knows who it is or not because that's the thing like he might be like i don't i don't remember her last name because i was a few of them too i would just be thinking it was every girl that i ever came in contact with yeah, right exactly <laughs> you know what i mean like right. it's my best friend yeah. it's the neighbor down the street i wouldn't it's, trust anybody yeah. it's a teacher it's a yeah well if that's yeah. hard i feel for her i just hope that I, I just like, I hate it because it's just the worst feeling. And also, let me just say this, and this is something that I thought of too when I saw it and something that, you know, dealt with with exes is no matter what they tell you, are you really going to believe them anyways? No. Because it's not like they came to you and told you about the affair. Right. So they're obviously not very honest, trustworthy people. They're not dudes. open. So it's not like whatever they're telling you, expect it to not be 100% the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. True. So really, what's the, like, you're not going to really get the truth. He Oof. could easily make it up. That's the thing. That's it's like, he's already a liar. And that's when I'm just like, I don't trust that. I, that's when I told, you know, I've told people, and obviously Alan's like, I, I, I can't come back from the mistrust because yeah. my brain goes. Because that's what it's really about. too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No too much. Yeah. Oof. Anyways, way to end it on a Ooh, high note. <laughs> high note. That was fun, though. It was so fun. Guys, it always just makes me feel real current. When we talk about current events. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, I actually don't feel like I live under a rock. <laughs> under a rock. And send us in. Uh, if you go to Wind Down Podcast on Instagram, let us know what you want us to oh, talk yeah. about on topics. DM us. Slide into our DMs. On Wind Down Podcast, we would love to know what you guys want uh, us to talk about, topics, and um, we'll bring it to you next week. Bye. Bye. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. 
This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.